Hi, my name is Matt Eaton and welcome to Metadata Matters, the Grey Meta podcast. In this podcast series, Grey Meta will be talking to people working with metadata on a daily basis to understand their perspectives and learn about best practices. In particular, I will focus on how technology like machine learning and AI can help generate, curate and work with that metadata so that it can save time and costs, increase operational efficiencies and generate new ways to monetize content. Just to briefly introduce Grey Meta, we're a metadata-driven solutions company who helps organizations with content in three ways. First, we digitize tape-based content using our tape-to-file service SAMA. Our QC product Iris is used extensively in the mastering and content ingest process to ensure video and audio integrity where technical metadata is vital. And our Curio platform is used to automatically generate rich descriptive metadata for content using a range of machine learning and AI services. My guest this week is Elizabeth Knolst, and we talk about practical lessons for organizing metadata, often referred to as the taxonomy of content metadata, in order to deliver business outcomes. Elizabeth also discusses how machine learning can accelerate finding and using content within marketing. Elizabeth is a marketing operations consultant based in Holland and runs EMM Consultancy. She helps companies improve marketing efficiency and effectiveness. I first met Elizabeth uh, last year, 2019, at Henry Stewart's Damn Europe conference in London where she was giving a very entertaining talk about her experiences of turning around and successfully implementing a digital asset management system at Pandora. Here's the interview. So hello, Elizabeth. Hi, thanks for having me. Okay, no, it's great. It's good you can join. Thank you. Um, so Metadata Matters is all about um, content metadata and uh, how, how it's used um, by different companies. Uh, I know you've worked across lots of different sectors in your uh, marketing operations role. Um, can you talk a bit about how you've been working with content metadata during your career? Yeah, absolutely. So it, it all started out way back when, when we transformed from working analog with analog photography and then moved towards digital content, of course. And that gave the need for having digital asset management applications. First, we just called them image repositories and so on. And the whole case of tagging, storing, retrieving, how to do that in the most efficient way. Now, I have a background in library, so um, in library science. So from there, I was able to make that translation quite easily in terms of let's apply metadata to the content that we have. First, it was just images. Then we got media files and things like that uh, involved. And nowadays, it's it's everything that is available online. So uh, video, um, flash files, what what have you, um, now needs metadata in order to find it back. Yeah, that's that's really the essence. Yeah, great, great. And that that library background must have been very useful in in terms of applying it to operations and from a sort of academic point of view absolutely it was uh, it was the first time where you actually see the use of of doing a library science because ultimately everything everybody thinks it's extremely boring um, 
which in a way it is, but uh, then you really understand why there, why it's actually a science and why you need to apply it because uh, it's a lot more difficult, a lot more challenging than people actually realize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you, you were talking about some of those challenges um, at the, the Henry Stewart conference um, last year and, and then earlier this year at the content operations um, event in London. And um, I wondered if you could just talk about some of the common mistakes that people often make around metadata when, when implementing new systems. Yeah, absolutely. So um, main mistake number one, I think, is applying... Um, fit the physical world to the digital world. So uh, in the physical world, you imagine you can store a book only in one place, one shelf, and, and we only have, we can have several copies of a specific book, but usually there's only one. Whereas in the digital world, um, you can store it anywhere you like, and you can tag it anywhere you like, and put it in a, a various amounts of folders in order to find it back. So you can utilize the search capabilities of your uh, application that you're using. But one of the biggest mistakes then happens is that people become too granular. So yeah, let's store everything that we know about this specific piece of content. And um, it also means when, you, when you're creating a metadata model, it starts out with outlining, oh yeah, let's, um, uh, this is the information need that we have. We then assume that we understand how people search and the only way that people search is Google-like. So it, it has to be Google-like, but then, um, yeah, it becomes way too granular and uh, someone then has to maintain that metadata. And that's where the trick becomes. So we are successful with our creating our metadata model and seeing all the relations and knowing what we need to fill out and what we need to do. But then comes the challenge of actually applying that metadata towards the digital content that we have and making sure that people can utilize it. And that to me is the biggest mistake. So when you are using technology, and especially when it comes to, to AI, um, start using those technologies instead of being way too granular based on an old school uh, society that we used to have. Yeah, that, that to me would be the, the most common mistake. Yeah, yeah. And I think what really resonated with me um, in your talk um, about um, implementing the dam system at Pandora was um, around, um, you know, companies can, can take um, too long in, in just in creating the metadata model and, and not having en enough focus on the business outcomes and um, you know obviously it's important to make sure the metadata is structured correctly but um, you know as you say you know, most people don't enter all of the information that they need to anyway um, and you know you need to be thinking about the um, the, the, the people working in marketing marketing the exactly. operations uh, you know what yeah that's for right yeah, exactly. It's it's um, usually when it comes to to building metadata models, you get uh, an IT representative taking care of it. If you're lucky, they have a little bit of business knowledge, or they reach out towards the business. But uh, in most cases, that is, that is not so. So uh, you end up with an elaborate metadata model that doesn't represent the actual business and the actual business need. Yeah. Uh, very technical, very uh, very good. Uh, but not useful absolutely yeah yeah 
And I, I think, that, you know, the other thing is, you know, you know, how the other thing that struck me from your your talk was, you know, how long it take it can take if you if you spend all the time creating the metadata model and the business has changed anyway. Yes. Um, and, uh, you know, the metadata that you're capturing today may not be uh, useful, you know, uh, so, um, yeah, really being able to focus on what where the business is going, how, you know, what's the minimum amount of metadata needed uh, to... Uh, yes, exactly. And, and also keep it flexible, as, as you indicate. Um, the business changes uh, a lot, uh, especially marketing, where you constantly have new campaigns, new channels, uh, new target audiences, and so on. So it, it is a constantly changing environment. So if you make a very rigid uh, setup, you won't be able to apply and, and adjust towards the actual business need. Now, when, when we're talking IT, everybody's, of course, working in an agile way. So, yeah, when you create your, your metadata model, please then also be much more agile or allow for that agility in your model, because that is definitely something that marketing needs uh, when using these kinds of applications and tools. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. And uh, I mean, you know, one of the, one of the sort of, I suppose this is a this is a problem that's always been there. That you know, even if you've got fields for metadata, people don't enter that information, and um, because they've they've got uh, too many other things to do to to be filling out lots of fields. And one one of the ways that they can address that is by using machine learning services. That's something you know, obviously Gray Meta Curio can can do to to help generate that with, with um, some human curation as well. But, um, it, you know, in terms of how you've been working with clients um, in the past, um, could you talk about how machine learning could have helped them in different ways to deliver business outcomes? Yeah, absolutely. So it, it starts with, with your previous comment that, you know, people don't fill in um, all the fields. People are not that... Uh, precise they have better things to do for sure um, but it's also um, um, I've, I've seen applications fail simply because people don't fill in the content that is the, even the minimum content that is, is is needed and then they start working with required fields or mandatory fields and then you know people just stop using applications uh, altogether so machine learning um, really helps by uh, taking away those basic fundamental things when you're working with digital assets. And nowadays, technology really allows for an in-depth analysis of the content that you pre present, reducing the amount of manual labor to an absolute minimum. And um, yes, of course, with machine learning, uh, it requires an investment from uh, a person to, to do some validation and checking. But um, I, I personally believe that it's better to have um, 60 to 80% correct information uh, associated with the, the content than none at all. And people make mistakes as well. So it's not uh, like, uh, yes, as long as we have a human being doing it, then everything will be correct because that is not the case. Usually people do not tag. If you have the luxury of having an, an asset manager, they will probably have time to, to work it out, but not all organizations have that luxury. Um, so uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's almost the case of, um, 
it's better something than nothing. And what you see over time now is that AI and machine learning is evolving rapidly. So it's getting more and more uh, precise and, and it's actually generating information that you never thought you would you would be able to apply. For example, especially in video, for example, um, having a script or knowing that a person talks about a specific topic, who would have thought that we would ever be able to have that tagged as metadata to your assets? That is just unbelievable. So um, yeah, so it is not even replacing the fundamentals of, of metadata modeling and metadata tagging it's adding on to the capabilities. And uh, that is uh, mind blowing, I think. So uh, yeah. yeah, a lot more to come. Yeah, no, certainly our experience as well. And, and you know, I think especially around with uh, you know, digital marketing and, and, and responding to uh, social media and trending um, uh, sort of topics on social media, you, your marketing needs to respond very quickly and find uh, you know, relevant assets very quickly. And, and, and this, is, this is something where we've, we've found that, that that kind of metadata can, can help enormously to, uh, to increase customer engagement. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, on the one hand, it, it's the it's the volume of uh, of assets that that uh, organizations have because uh, in the past we would just have one uh, product picture and and that's it. Nowadays with e-commerce we have at least four. Um, if you're unfortunate enough, you have some video surrounding that as well, and then you have uh, multiple videos because it's no longer just a video but also a, a product we use. Um, and uh, then a, a vast amount of channels that you have. So volume is the one bit. The other, the other bit is time to market. You need to respond now. Something's happening, um, and, and it can be anything. Um, and the, the, the faster that you are able to apply to that, um, that trend uh, that's going on into the market, the better, and then you're able to beat your competitors. And uh, especially currently in, with an economic decline, that is extremely important. Um, and then it has to do with quality. So um, quality of uh, license information, for example, where have we used this specific model? Um, or um, is this product, where is this product being used? So we can remove that content from the market because we are liable, for example, in, in if we use that content or if we use that product because it's faulty and we have to retrieve it. So it's for me, it's on, on those three segments where it's extremely important within marketing to have the correct metadata. And that is where the added value of machine learning and artificial intelligence really comes to play. Absolutely. Yeah, great. Well, the, thank you for those insights. Um, you know, I think, I think they're very valuable. And um, I, know, I know there's a lot of, a lot of customers um, uh, you know, seeking your advice. Um, if listeners want to get in touch with you um, or EM, consultancy um you know how, how can they how can they do that well of course they can always uh, send me a message uh, through linkedin linkedin is completely open so everybody can uh, can uh, search me i have a website emmconsultancy.com and uh, hopefully through you matt so if people have a hard time finding me um yeah just forward them to me it's absolutely no problem always open to a conversation fantastic thank you very much elizabeth 
Thank you, Matt. Thanks. If you'd like to find out more about Grey Meta and why metadata matters, visit greymeta.com. That's G-R-A-Y-M-E-T-A. Or send me an email at metadatamatters, one word, at greymeta.com. Thanks. <laughs>